if you could go back in time and invent something before the original inventor did, what would you invent? Yo, a fire. <laughs> Dude, how cool would it be if you could fucking invent fire? But no one was around. You'd be like, this is fucking fire. Oh my God. Wooly mammoth. Look at this. Like, Hey girl, you trying to hit this? Oh, you know exactly what I need. Who do you think would die first? Here? Between all three of us. Probably me, because you guys would kill me. <laughs> nice. You think we could kill you? You don't think you could High like five. hold your own? Fucking I mean, leave me hanging. Do man. I think you guys could kill? Yeah, probably. Because it would probably, it wouldn't be something like, you know, strength based. I would be like, hey, you'd be like, hey, you know that water that you've been drinking for the last five <laughs> minutes? There's fucking cyanide in it. All right. And then my face would just swell up and I'd be dead in this chair. That's, That's how it so would true. Women uh, murder way less dirty than men. Cunning. Cunning. Yeah. It's smart. Right. It's trickstery. Right. Like women are like, I'm afraid to walk down this alley because I'm going to get bludgeoned in the head. And I'm, and you're like, you just drank water with poison. <laughs> yeah. I just did Roya in your food. <laughs> That's a fear of mine. Like getting in a relationship with somebody and them mm. just killing me slowly. That's also a fear of mine. What do you, what would you do though? That would make them kill you slowly. That's a guilty conscience right there. Oh, if I ever seen one. Oh, so you're asking what would to I be do? killed? Okay. Like, are you asking for like a specific scenario? Are you scenario? a piece of shit? Is that what, that's what we're <laughs> I don't asking? Think that, I don't think you have to be a piece of shit always to be killed slowly. I think that sometimes maybe the problem lies with the person that's killing you slowly. <laughs> I you think so? Possibly. Right? I've watched Sounds a lot like of Dateline in my us. life. Yeah, there's mental illness there. <laughs> there's mental illness on both ends, I think. Yeah, I think maybe it just depends on what the uh, other person can take. Do you think that's how they would do it? Kill me slowly with poison? Yeah. Have you had dreams about it? <sighs> no, but I think that that's, that's definitely a thing. People do that to people. <laughs> Who does that now? That seems like, like a 1950s never, type thing. No, it like, happens all the time. Poisoned. It happens all the time. It's in the. You, you guys never watch Dateline? You ever watch Dateline episodes? Like he, he was, he was, she was poisoned. She was, I watched this Dateline episode where this woman, this woman, she was trying to get her uh, husband's uh, insurance policy, uh-huh. which was worth millions. Okay, and he was just getting sick, and he couldn't feel. He wouldn't wasn't feeling better, and she was like nursing him, and like, and then all of a sudden, like after maybe like a year, he died. And she was just basically giving him poison in his eggs. She's poisoned his eggs in his breakfast like every single day. And he to the point where he just. You guys, look at this five days ago. Utah mom accused of poisoning husband with fentanyl and cocktail took out two million in life insurance policies on him. What was the second word of that sentence? Ready? What was the second word of that sentence? Mom. (laughs) Mom. Okay, wait. A woman who allegedly spiked her husband's drink with fentanyl and then wrote a children's book about grief after he died is now accused of secretly taking out almost two million in life insurance policies. There you go. Fentanyl, wow. though. What a way wait, to that go, was though. That five days party. ago. I would do fucking insulin if I was going to kill somebody. It already naturally occurs in your body, not fentanyl. Wait. See, look at She's already got this fucking plan. <laughs> she's already. I would use this. This is what I would use. Listen, I've watched Law and Order SVU. See? I know what the fuck I'm doing. You watch Dateline. I watch criminal shows. That's all women. They're like, I watched a TV show and now I'm an expert. Yeah, I'm a fucking genius. You know what? 
I think we can Listen, kill somebody. Listen, you guys keep trying me. Wait, this, you're both dead. this is another great headline. These are all very recently. I'm telling you. <laughs> Cookie Monster Killer branded a hero after poisoning her abusive husband with drug-laced biscuits and locking him in a freezer pleads for mercy as grim new details of hell she suffered emerge. Oh, Listen, man. if I had to go out, I'd, go, I'd love to go out buy biscuits. I, you know what? If I, <laughs> that's a good I'm going to tell you, if I was having my biscuits poisoned, I'd kill myself if I knew that that's what was happening. <laughs> Not that's my the, biscuits. What kind of bitch are you that you get... If my Poison mom knew, biscuits. if my mom knew that I was killed by biscuits, she would have fucking killed me like on like the day before I was about to go. She was she like, was, I knew I yeah. should have aborted this one. Yeah. I can't deal with this embarrassment here. Are you Irish or Italian? Sicilian. Mm. Sicilian. Yeah. There's a difference. <laughs> yeah, my stepmom was Sicilian. She was the type to murder someone she, by poison. No, they don't. The Sicilians don't poison. They just they they just uh, stab you in the back. <laughs> really? No, yeah. There's no. Poison. The women just stab people. Yeah. They're just yeah, they're they're tough. She was tough crazy. Women. She did try to stab me actually. What's but, your favorite kind of woman? Oh wow, what's my favorite kind of? Okay, like what in what scenario to like, date? Okay, so we're saying like Sicilian, <laughs> Irish, Italian, uh, okay, whatever. All right. Um, I like dark hair. I like uh, a little bit, uh, not right in the head. <sighs> Of course. Um, I could see that. I don't know. Everything else is so vanilla and boring. <sighs> yeah. Is that true? Do you get a lot of this? Yeah, we've actually been getting a lot of vanilla guests recently. You've Wait, been you getting want, vanilla guests? Yeah, you yeah. want you want vanilla and boring? No, no, don't. no, I don't. He wants a little crazy. I don't. You, you, needs... want, you want something to keep you on your toes. You but want... you are vanilla. No. No? No. <laughs> who just brought, who brought up vanilla? I said... I do. A lot of people want vanilla and boring. I said, you that's don't. Not, I do not. Okay. So yes. you like a little crazy. Yeah. Like a little like, crazy. What's too crazy. Well, like, I think everybody has their limits of what too, too crazy is what we were just talking about. Poisoning your fucking biscuits is too crazy. <laughs> I'm you don't know what if it's, it's your mac and cheese. Late, you know what? Maybe what a, like, Hey, like, like I've been sober for almost eight years and congrats. maybe the craziness of like, Hey, I, you pissed me off last night. I actually threw a shot of vodka in your dinner. You didn't know. Like, that's you know I mean? fucked that's, up. That's, that's like horrible. But you know what? It's like, hey, I love you. Don't fuck around too much. That's vindictive, though. Wait, you want that kind? You want someone who's going to make you relapse? <laughs> no, you said, what kind of crazy could you deal with? I think that's something I could forgive. I'm not, I couldn't forgive poisoning the biscuits, though. <laughs> wow. Okay, so very crazy. Damn. That's tapped, dude. <laughs> On both of your ends. So what did your parents <laughs> do to you? I actually had a pretty good childhood. Where'd this come from? What do you mean, my crazy? I don't know. I got You're, you got rec- uh, recommended by Randy. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah, learning. My man, I'm Randy. learning a lot about you now. So yeah, um, that's a good question. Where did it come from? Where did my? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I was poisoned by porn when I was younger. Oh, <laughs> you think that's okay? That's probably you a sound case. like every man I've ever dated. I know. Hey. Look, we all share the same problem. <laughs> Titties and ass. You know, if you're, if, you're, if you're dating every man that has that problem, something lies within you too. I think it's because, I don't know, when I was in sixth grade, they said I looked like a porn star. I kind of internalized that. I did too. Yeah. I got to- told from a young age, oh, Jamie Lee Simmons, that's a porn star name. You should be camming. I'm like, I'm 14. why are you bringing this up? And so, and I used to be like, no, I would never do that. Look at me here now. See, now here's the thing. Like you guys are talking about when you were younger, let's go back. Like I'm almost 43, right? So Mm -hmm. when I was in high school, right? That was like 
my, you know, sexual introduction to the world, like 1996, 97 is when I like started to discover that stuff. Like was when there you're porn like, back then? There, yeah, of course. There's porn back in the fucking forties. <laughs> they made real movies. Yeah. There's porn in like all the time there's porn, but like <laughs> <laughs> there was always porn. Cavemen had porn. They would draw, they would draw little cum shots on the rocks. Ooga booga. Yeah, exactly. That's ooga booga is actually caveman for cum shot. Um, <laughs> It's all, I'm almost there. But when I was uh, younger, like that's the thing, like the internet just started to be introduced. Like when I graduated high school in 99. So like the internet was just starting to be new. And what was the first thing at that age that we started to discover was like, holy shit, we can look up porn on, I don't have to go find a VHS tape that we were sharing between friends. That's what how it used to go. My buddy, like I found my dad's porno who wants to borrow it for the week. That's insane. I found but that's my dad's how like to- Playboy magazines. Oh, that's so, so cool. So that one from, yeah, magazines to videos and we were sharing them in high school. And then once we found out that we could look it up on the computer- in the privacy of your own home. And wow. Then, and then I got in trouble one time because my father's computer in the house was connected to his work, right? So oh. I was downloading. I remember he got so pissed. I downloaded all these nude pictures of like Anna Nicole Smith <gasps> and like Tara Patrick, and it all got sent to his Shut corporate up. office. Holy Shut fuck. Up. Yeah. But you know what? I literally told him at the time that it was a virus. And he didn't fuck it. He believed it. These like, kids oh, are yeah. too smart. Oh, a virus. what if we called him up right now? Do you think he'd admit that he knew all along it was you being a fuckhead? No, he believed it. Wow. To this that day. was the cool thing back in the day. But when the internet was just starting, like adults didn't know what was going on. I taught my parents how to use a computer. Right. I was exactly. like six years old. Damn. And I was like, I set up our MacBook desktop, the old ones with the colors I remember those. You so guys were get away fucking lucky. My dad was, he was the first one with a Blackberry. He was like, I'm on the internet. He was teaching everybody how to fucking code and write websites and do all this shit. And I yeah. couldn't get away with fucking jack shit, man. My but mom it's... knew I was a computer science nerd. So I was like teaching myself how to code and do the back end of computers and shit. And so she would hire somebody who was like a computer software dude to see if I was deleting files on the computer. Cause she smart. wanted to like check. That is smart. And she was, I, one time I got caught. I wasn't even doing anything wrong. I just didn't want her to know I was illegally downloading music and stuff off LimeWire. Yeah, oh, yeah. LimeWire. That's and what so, I was doing. I was doing the same shit. Yeah. And so I got caught and I was like, I have to teach myself how to not get caught. So how do I hide it even more? And so like that just, I ended up being, I studying computer science from that. There you go. Look at it. I was like, I don't want anyone to know. And I wasn't even far, doing anything wrong, come. but I'm all about Here privacy. And look where we are now. That's great. Yeah. We have no privacy now. None. None. Now I talk about everything I do. On but that's how it happened. I mean, that's how, that's how like you're, you, you get introduced to that world of sex. Right. And then you're like, okay, what do I like? What's turned you on? What do you want to download on LimeWire? Cause you could download <laughs> porn on LimeWire too. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What? Oh yeah. I yeah. only used it for music. And the crazy thing about it is when you were downloading porn on LimeWire, you didn't know what it was until it fucking popped up. Until and you're like, holy up. shit, this, I do not like this. Yeah. Wait, so what did you just Googled like porn and then. How does that work? I don't remember exactly. How I don't remember. I remember someone would, would send you a file. You could open that and then you could search from that. Okay. That happened a lot. Yeah. Damn. The good old days. Yeah. When you had to 90s, work for your porn. You did have to work for your porn. That's how you know you're super horny. And you, and you had to do it when like 
and that's another thing. This is the, this wasn't laptops. Okay. You're doing this it on the family computer, family computer, mm-hmm. your parents being like, my mom's like, I got to go shopping for the day. I'll be back. This is before cell phones. And I'm like, it's jerk off time. <laughs> and right? you don't know when she's, and you don't know when she's coming back and you have to wait for these things to download. And you're waiting on dial up internet. Oh my you're God. Seeing the speed go by super slow. And you're like, it's like you're jerking off to Morse code. You're waiting. The p- picture, the picture is like pixelating, and you're like, "Oh my god, this is amazing! This is, so this fucking is amazing!" Hot. And then it fl- and you're like, "Oh my god, she has a dick. I'm not into that." Yeah, unless you're, and you're like, "I waited so long. I'm gonna do it. I'll just look at the top app." Yeah, I got to get this out before my mom gets back. Yeah, does that make it hotter? I feel like that'd make it hotter. Yeah, that's how you get caught, though. A lot that's of people got caught. Never got caught. Because you have to like, I never what if caught. you're coming and then she's about to walk in, and then you still have to delete it. So there's cum everywhere. There's porn on the, t- like on the computer. I feel like that'd make me come harder. <laughs> Let's go back in time. I mean, we could probably. I do not her- want to go back to dial up. No, no. Somebody worse. makes a call and your whole life is over. You lose one bar on your cell phone and Wi-Fi. That's exactly what fucking dial up was. You're the, like, why isn't this loading? What do you one think World bar. War Three is going to be? EMP. We're losing electricity. Oh, God. And we're, we're going to yeah. be fucked. We should buy some books. Maybe Monopoly. We need a board game. What am I going to do without being Chris? able to charge my vibrator? You got to get, get an old school one. I can't go what do you acoustic. Think they, what do you think the cavemen used? No, we find a man that's going to protect us and he makes you come. Honestly, I think I'd rather find a man who can make me come and then I'll just fucking protect myself. <laughs> you think that's going to work? No, I'm going to die immediately, but at least I'll die happy. <laughs> What's the first thing you do? 24 hours. We have no electricity. <sighs> first thing I would do with no electricity, bitch for like two hours. <laughs> I would fuck. I would complain so much to the point of like I got to think about what to do next. <laughs> that's what I would do. Yeah, I think that's everyone's answer. I don't oh, think there's yeah. any answer other than that. We'd sit around and like four hours would go by and be like, "All right, this is not coming back on, is no, it? We're no, done we're for. Fucked. I don't have candles. I don't have food. Like, think about it. We'd be fucked in this building. We're like, we cut that, please. We're on a high floor. We're on the highest floor ever here. <laughs> we go shopping. Imagine we like. We'd have to like get everything in a backpack and then we'd have to like run up all these stairs without getting somebody else who comes down and tries to kill us or rape us or rob us. Well, oh. that's not going to happen in the first day. I think you never that know. That first like 72 first- hours. People would go fucking crazy immediately. Mm, think about it this way. Think of COVID, right? When that went down and they were doing lockdowns and shit like that, you started to see when people were scared how they would act if it was like a survival thing. Like mm-hmm. I remember like the first like two weeks, I'm like, we can't go outside. I had to walk my dog. I felt like fucking Will Smith in I Am Legend. I'm like yeah. walking around like, is there going to be some COVID zombie that's going to come fucking eat me in the streets? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's going to be a, that would be, I think it would be like two, three weeks before you started to see like that, that shit. In Miami, though, I would give it a solid mm, 72 hours without drugs. No. People would go insane. Or it's Miami and everyone just starts partying. Like there'd be parties. That's what would happen. Like the first we, that would be yeah. so sick. If Everyone. you just had parties in downtown Miami yeah. outside, that'd that's be how dope. it would be. Cause remember with I relating it to COVID the first week, like stay inside, watch every, you couldn't do this without, without electricity, watch every movie that you can don't leave, you know, Could stay you home. Drive your car. If it wasn't electric. If, but it, yeah. So like if you, but if it was an EMP, doesn't that like shut down most modern cars that are, I don't know. You sound like you know a lot about terrorism. <laughs> We'll keep an eye on this one for you, FBI. Yeah. We um, went from poisoning biscuits to fucking this. <laughs> Listen, We're, don't try us. Don't fucking try we talk, us. We just love talking about insane shit. No, I don't know. I get scared a lot. I think it's my anxiety. 
And then I go I in so. rabbit holes of like the internet and I'm like searching yeah, and like what could happen? That is perfect for anxiety. Rabbit <laughs> holes on the internet. Just keep going further and further and further until you're like, oh my God. That's like checking like you're fucking, you have a shoulder pain and you go on WebMD and they're like, yeah, yeah. you lived a good life, dude. Good. Yeah. You're done. I, you have cancer. Yeah, right. I, every time I think about whether or not I have an STD, even if I know I don't, but I'll just get anxiety about it and I'll throw myself into a full panic attack with like hives. And then I'm like, that's the STD. See, I'm breaking out in a rat. I'm like, like, calm down. You're I'm okay. Like, I'm like, it's syphilis. Being a hypochondriac is what that's called. Yes. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of things. <laughs> Everybody's a hypochondriac at some level, right? Yeah. Oh, mine is really bad. I was raised by two nurses. Okay. So every time, every time something went wrong, like with me medically, my dad would be like, you're going to die. You just threw a clot. You're going to have a stroke or a heart oh attack. God. Go That's to the hospital. Terrifying. Phenomenal parenting. Yeah. I'm doing great. Can right you tell now. we had phenomenal parents? Actually. Yeah. You guys seem fine. Really? Should we yeah. take a shot? You're the first person to say that. <laughs> I don't think you guys are that the last fucked. I mean, oh, I've met a you. lot of fucked up people in my life. See, I think more people who can are comfortable with being fucked up can notice the difference between somebody who's actually fucked up yeah. and somebody who like yeah, knows yeah. what it's like, but is also doing okay. I know, just but been you guys, your podcast is called Two Girls, One Blunt, not Two Girls, One Syringe. So you guys are doing fine. Like, Don't worry about it. We could be doing worse. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Should uh, we take a shot? Wait, should that us. be our Patreon name? <laughs> two Girls, One Syringe. Two Girls, One Syringe. No, that's fucked up. That is too fucked up. Oh, my dad died by a syringe. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Tina Turner died today. She what? did die yeah. today. I just, just saw that. I, on the way here. In the Uber, I heard about it. How did she die? I don't know, because the radio station that guy, my Uber driver was listening to was in Spanish, and all I heard was Tina Turner, and I was like, oh, it's a Tina muerte. Turner song. And then I heard that, <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit, I know Spanish, Tina Turner's dead. And then it popped up on my phone, and I was like, dude, you're a fucking genius. You're learning in the con- in the city here, and you're learning Spanish. This is great. Wow, your phone is bilingual. I know. Wow. It's fucking cool. You've been Amazing. here for three days. You're already picking it up. Oh, no, I know. Unbelievable. That's what happens when you're fully immersed in the culture. I can't believe she died. She's 83. Oh, I can't believe she died. (laughs) You know, you got me there. I texted my buddy. He's like, I thought she was dead already. And I was like, (laughs) it's kind of like Betty White. Like you hear so many times somebody's dead. You're like, all right, well, it's the boy who cried wolf. I know. It's going to happen for real eventually. Death doesn't scare me. I'm just like, people die. Go down this road, huh? Yeah. Well, I, I, I agree with you. Death doesn't scare me. What scares me is how I would die. Does that make sense? Yes. So that's like, I mean, like if you're like, if you, would you want to know how you were going to go? We just asked this question. Would you want to know when you will, will, let me restart that. Would you rather know when you're going to die or how you're going to die? Ooh, that's fucking tough. (laughs) How? If I had to, that's if, what I said. How? Because if you knew when, it's just like ticking clock. You know, if you if you said when, and you're like, okay, cool, when, and you're <laughs> what like, if you're, like you're gonna be like poison. forty years, right? <laughs> forty years for you, and they tell you like uh, twenty years for you, and then they're like, yeah, I'm like, I want to know when too, and they come in like three days. I'm like, fuck. You, know you might what I mean? as well stay in Miami if it's only three days. I would. I would stay here. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would change. No, nah, I'd go back and get my dog though. Yeah, I wouldn't want to know oh. when. Oh. That's sweet. You're going to die with your... She's going to eat your face. Or turn into a zombie. She won't. Wow. She's going to eat my face. You don't know her like I do. You don't know her. (laughs) (laughs) I could one day. Yeah. She's like, I actually was the breeder. (laughs) I'm glad we we met again. (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't know. I think I yeah, definitely would want to know when instead of or how instead of when. Definitely how. What would you guys say? You said how. I said how for how sure. Would you, how would you want to go? I think in a silly, goofy way. <laughs> like I slip on a banana peel and I crack my head open and it's just brain matter everywhere. Okay. Or like that's I get fucked into a coma and then I pass out and die. Or it's some I don't <laughs> that know. Something going funny. To jail. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You just ruined a man's life. Yeah, that guy's gonna be in With trouble. With this pussy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know what? I always think I'm like, you know what? I'd like to just take the peaceful route and go in my sleep, you know, and like, just like peacefully. Surrounded by your loved ones. But how do you know that that's the way that how it goes? How do you know that like right before you die, you don't wake up and you're like, oh my God, this is the fucking worst. And then you die. No, they definitely do. They're in a lot of pain. Like I watched somebody die. A couple of people die in hospice. It's they not know. fun. They know they're dying. They take, Oof. they dehydrate oh. you because you, they can't even get them water or foods. You're yeah. hungry. You're thirsty. You're on morphine drips, but you're still Which like. Which is fine. That seems like that'd be a good time. <laughs> yeah. My Nana looked at me and she was like, I'm going. So, they know. so this is the goodbye. And I was like, oh fuck. And then like the next morning she died. Wow. And I was like, damn. Wow. But I feel like I, that's what I mean. Like when I was like, I'm not afraid of death. Like I'm not. I don't know. I feel like I'm so used to like death is a part of life. People die. So I'm. They always say happens, that. Are you I'm spiritual? Like, are you a spiritual person? Yeah. Do you believe in like all like the afterlife and all that stuff? I don't believe in like what people would consider heaven. Uh, I'm not saying heaven. I believe we though like our but you believe in the afterlife. energy like, is not created or destroyed. So your soul's energy. Right. So it must be. Like your soul something. Is, leaves the body and it does yeah. something outside of this realm. Yeah. And you? I think similar. Yeah. I also kind of believe in reincarnation. Like you come back as no, there's nothing wrong. With, there's nothing wrong. With, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the, what anybody believes in, but I, I think that like all that stuff is all connected. I think like if you look at all, I'm not a philosopher or anything like that by any means, but if you look at like all religions, they all have that similar belief, right? There's always that similar angle mm-hmm. to what they are, whether it's this person you believe in or that person you believe in. And they all have their little bit, their little tributaries off of what's like their belief and what's not. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that whole thing of like, I definitely believe that there's like something after death because there's too much coincidence for it to not be. And there's, there's no, too there's many no commonalities such a, between everything. And there's no such thing as a coincidence. There isn't. Yeah. Everything happens for a mm-hmm. reason. I genuinely I believe that. Even when like, um, what bad, something bad just happened to somebody and I forget what it was, but it was like yesterday I got caught in the fucking rain here (laughs) and no one was going to, no one told me it rains this much. Oh, a lot. Unbelievable. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Was that karma? Was that, was that what that is? I mean, you come down to Miami bitching about rain. You're going to get rained on. I didn't bitch about it once. I came down. I was like, yo, it's not going to rain. And I did. <laughs> yeah, it was downpouring yesterday. It was really rough. I no. like it though because I'm not used to it. So I'm like, oh, this is a chance to chill. Everyone goes inside, and then it's an excuse for me to be alone. <laughs> the city's quiet. Nobody's yeah. doing two seer blow off your bathroom, you know? <sighs> yeah. Is that crazy that people decided? Like, I, listen, I did a lot of coke in my life. <laughs> a lot. Probably more than a lot of people that you know. <laughs> Was that your like drug of choice? No, it was opiates. <clears throat> uh. But. When I was doing coke and partying and shit like that, I was doing it in coordination with opiates, but opiates was like the vice. You know what I mean? That was mm-hmm. the thing that hooked me into that lifestyle. What's considered an opiate? Like oxy? I was doing, I started and with, perks. I started with Lortab and Percocets and then that move, Lortab's generic ver- Vicodin. Okay. Started with like that. And then I moved to like Percocets and oxys and then that got to be too expensive. So then I started heroin and cause I'm not saying that heroin's 
uh, not a bad drug, mm-hmm. but I'm not saying that oxys and all that other things aren't bad drugs either. It's generic heroin. That's, that's all those things okay. are. Okay. It's just, Shit. it's just a higher potent, lower potency of it. Mm-hmm. And luckily, like I missed the fentanyl like craze, like with people dying and stuff like that, like just in time, you know, oh, cause that, that started to come out like people, they started to mix that stuff in. Like I would say maybe within like a year after I became sober. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, wow. So that's when people I knew well, started to pass and, proud and stuff of you. like that. Yeah. Thank congratulations. You. Yeah. Appreciate it you. takes a lot to pull yourself out of that. Yeah, it was a long road and it's work all the time yeah. still. You, you, I mean, the work is different than it was in the beginning. Cause like you give up lifestyle and you have to find a new way to live and a new way to date and a new way to do all these things that you never knew how to do. It's basically like learning how to cope with life without substance, you know, mm-hmm. but is that what made you spiritual in some capacity? Yeah. Very much so. Overdoses and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. yeah, very much. You start to ask questions outside the realm. All right. So did you ever do black tar? No. No. The heroin I was doing was like powdered heroin. I never got into shooting it. I was too scared to do that. How do you Uh, take it? I snorted it. Oh. I snorted it. You can snort heroin? Yeah, it's powdered form. So oh, you wow. I didn't even know that you take the powder and you just like for, so people can, people would shoot like oxys and stuff too. You just take the pill and you would crush, crush it, it up, up and then you would mix it with water and inject it. Right. Same idea as heroin. You would take the pill, you would add water, you would heat it up, inject it. It's the same, it's the same thing. I never got to that point, but you know, my, I remember, yeah, man, I was hanging out with some sketch, sketch balls. I remember this one kid was like, yo, you should smoke it because it hits you in a different area of your body than when you're snorting it. Like it's a different kind of high. I tried that one time. And then I was like annoyed that I tried that because I didn't like it compared to the other way. And I was like, I fucking wasted it. You know what I mean? Like that's where your, your mind is so connected to that. Like one form of like, Mm -hmm. you know, euphoria that like it just rewires the way you live. And that's where like a lot of the mental things come from because you're like very routine. Like that's why sobriety is driven in routine because you have to do things a certain way in order. That's how I work, you know? So I remember, uh, he was like, yeah, but if I would have kept going along that path, I probably would have eventually started shooting it because people were like, that's the best way. That's the best way. So what, what got you out of it? What was like your final kicker? Rock bottom, rock bottom. I had many rock bottoms. I guess, you know, like, I guess, I got to a point where I think in the back of my head, I always had this little voice being like, this isn't for you. This isn't for you. This isn't what you're supposed to be doing. This isn't, you know what I'm saying? And I would always like, if I had like a bad experience in my life or there was like a breakup or like, you know, dealing with my parents' divorce, like all that shit, like I would always ignore that little voice and go cope with drugs. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't always heroin and pills and everything like that. It starts with like partying. It was lifestyle. That's thank you for saying that because the lifestyle is the hardest to get rid of, to break up with. It's like, and, and like the lifestyle becomes your friend. And then the toxicity of the drugs and all the, all the drugs and the substance, those are like your worst enemies described or disguised as your best friends. Mm-hmm. And you're using all that stuff to cope. Like, cause what do people do? We know it. We see it all the time. And like common friends, they go through a breakup. What do we do? I got to get fucked up tonight. Let me just take you out, bro. Let's go get drunk. Yeah. You know, you'll be fine. And that mm-hmm. just 
spins and spins and spins and people that are addicted, addictive personalities that just takes over. I have definitely an addictive personality and I met Emily (laughs) in a low point, hit rock bottom in a bad shrooms trip. And I went into like crazy party Coke phase for like six months. I never really did Coke ever. And I just like, was like, Oh, it was the lifestyle. Sure. It was during COVID. We were invited to all like the big parties in Boston, all the underground stuff. And I wanted to be cool. And like everyone was doing it. And I was like, well, this is normal. And then you start telling yourself it's normal because everyone around you doing it. And then you're doing Coke at 10 AM to wake yourself up, to go to brunch. Like, and then I'm like, this isn't normal. Yeah. And so I, that's how I got spiritual is like, I literally cut off all my toxic friends cut off the lifestyle, stayed in, started working out, stopped doing anything basically and changed my entire life and got super spiritual. And now I, we all have like, um, we all have a good and a dark side, right? And it's like finding, like being friends with both, like not pushing your dark side away. And so I have, I like to party. I like to like go out and do things, but I also need to learn balance. I need of course. To, and so now yeah. we have friends and if they don't know that balance yeah. and I like they're partying too much and it's going bad, I have to like separate myself completely. Cause I'm like, you're going to pull me down with you Yeah, and I'm going to wake up one day and it's like, Oh, it's too far. Right. You know? Right. Well, it's good that you can say everything that you just said. Yeah. Cause if you couldn't say that, and I know that sounds like cheesy and like, you know, you know, very like basic in general, but it's true. Like the, <laughs> The first thing they tell you is I think you can't admit that you have an issue, then this is none of this is going to work. Cause like, yeah. I mean, I was arrested. I did time in jail. I did, you know, a uh, court ordered rehab. I did, you know, face the embarrassment of my family and my like friends. And I had to go through all that shit. And to be honest with you, like the first year, none of that worked. Cause I was never admitting to myself I had a problem. Cause I remember one time I went into rehab, actually I was, I was court ordered rehab and I had a, a counselor and she was constantly telling me and like, God bless this woman. Her name was Hattie. <laughs> I would, I would go in, I would have to piss for her every time I met her. And they would say, we don't care what your work schedule is. We don't care. You have to be here. If you're not here, then you're going to be, we're going to let your parole officer know. And I would always try, if I was late, she would give me slack, right? I remember one time I went out drinking with um, friends and I knew that like my, that's out of your system in 24 hours, right? But I got fucked up one night and I did blow. And that's three days. And I went in to do the piss test and she called me. She's like, we need to see you. She came in and this was in like, uh, I think November. Yeah, it was November. And she's like, you need to come in. She's like, you've been here for four months. She's like, usually people are six months and out. She's like, that's your time limit here for your, your set, for your parole. She's like, if you fuck up again, she's like, cause there's cocaine in your system. She's like, I will send you to inpatient rehab and you will miss Christmas with your family. Mm. You have the freedom to come here and go whenever you want. She's like, if you do that again, that's what's going to happen to you. Do you want that? And that scared the fuck out of me. Holy shit. That scared me to the point where I was like, okay, I'll take this seriously now. Because she's giving you a choice. She gave me a choice. Right. She gave me a choice. And like, I had that choice the whole time, but I was pushing the envelope and I'm like, well, if I look back on, I'm like, who am I pushing the envelope for me? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm pushing the envelope for me because I still wanted that lifestyle. Yep. And like I had a relapse. I mean, I was clean for like nine months, 12 months after that, I think, or 11 months I was clean for after that whole thing. And like the court case was cleared up and I did like weekends in jail. And then that all, so that all got cleared up. And then, um, and then I relapsed in 2014, but then I've been clean since 2015. 
Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Congrats. But it's a road. I mean, it's not easy for, for people. No. Wait, damn, that makes sense because my dad passed away from an overdose in 2016. Mm. And you said that's when that's when all like the fentanyl shit yeah. started happening. Yep. Yeah. Oh. It's very damn. scary. Damn. Thank goodness you got out. Yeah. That's yeah. something to be super Some, proud of. It is. Yeah. Thank you. It, I am. Yeah, I think. The, but there's also this like. There's also this like sadness of people that you knew in your life that didn't, you know, and like you find these, you know, I, I don't want to say that I dealt with guilt, but when I went, when I was going through therapy, like I talked about that with my counselor, I was like, I feel guilty for like surviving. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, cause like, cause you're like were, why me and not them? And yeah, not why me, not them as much as it was like, why, how did that not happen to me? You know what I'm saying? And he's like, well, you have to look at that as like a blessing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he goes, and then he said to me, always think about that little voice that was in the back of your head that said, you're not destined for this. So it's not that that's your fault. That's just your path. Yep. And that kind of helped me like. That's really well said. Yeah. Me too. I felt like my path, I was trying to obviously grow in like comedy and like social Mm -hmm. media during that time. Cause that was like when everyone was doing video, but I was also like partying and there was a voice that was like, this is not meant for you. And I look back at it and I wouldn't like take that time period back. I felt guilt and like shame for -hmm. allowing myself to get to where I was. But I was like, I learned from that. I learned what not to do before we get like really big and we're in rooms and that shit's happening on a live podcast right. or like yeah. in front of the world right. or whatever it is. Like I learned, I was able to learn those lessons prior. That's good. And it's good. I don't know. I feel like all of those little things, like when I hit rock bottom as has prepared me for what's coming to be. Absolutely. And the, that little voice, like that's something that's not just like you talking to yourself. It's like your higher self. It's your high. Oh. Yeah. I feel, I firmly believe in that. And like, the, oh, that comes in a lot of forms too. Like what? Like if you're in a bad situation, like of like danger, mm-hmm. you feel that like, I got to get the, the fuck out feeling. of here right now. The gut feeling. If you're in a relationship with someone, you know, it's not going well. Trust that. They always say, trust your gut, trust yep. your gut. And like, you always say, well, is this insecurity or is this intuition? And there's always yes. that thing. And if you keep having to ask that question, it's like you, it's probably it's, intuition. it's intuition. So like all those things, like that means something like a lot of people ignore that shit and they just constantly just use and use and use and use and use to silence that voice yep. because they don't want to, they don't want to break up with the toxicity. Yeah. You know, it's, I get that. It's tough. I've been through that. I yeah. don't want to break up with the toxicity, but you fucking have to, cause you don't yeah. deserve that roller coaster. It's, it's good that you did though. You know, there's a lot, I mean, think about like, I think about this a lot because it's like, even like this past weekend I was here and like, you know, we went out with some, some, some people that were, you know, like in celebrity status and we're going to these places and I'm getting to, and I'm, I'm 42. Right. And I'm hanging out outside this place, the Kiki's on the river. And oh, I know that and I'm yeah. standing there and it's like, I'm, I'm like, we're waiting to get in and we're waiting for this person to pull up and they're waiting on their friend. And like, they're like, we got a group of 60 and I'm thinking about, I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do in there? I, I'm so party. far beyond this in my life that I don't even give a shit. Like, I, I, it's, I don't give a fuck that if we don't get in, I don't care if I, you know what I mean? I, I just like, people like have to have that though. Yes. Yes. It's an addiction to That's go out That's something and party. we're noticing here and yeah. people like can't function without being seen. Right. Like there were some girls in the back row of the comedy show last night, like the two blonde girls oh, and they I were saw. talking the whole time. And I was hated like, this is them. just proof hated that them. women go out to be fucking seen and not to have a good time. Men do too though. Yeah. Some like, men do too. I mean, I saw that here so much there. 
at Kiki. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of flexing. <sighs> it's a lot of like, look what I have. And it's, it, there's nothing else. I'm like, I'd rather build something and pop in. Like I enjoy right. going there and I enjoy being seen too. And like sure, showing feet and flexing, but I don't want that to be like my whole shtick. You got to have like something else to like back it up. You but know? so what you're just saying right there and what I just said, think about the fact that we can say that like, we all like to be seen and like we're comics and we're doing entertainment yeah. things. Like mm-hmm. you want, you want the fruits of your labor, right? Of course. And that's, 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 I think that's human nature. Yeah. However, there's natural. a different level of it that I think connects to all the addiction stuff we're talking about that they can't live without it. Yo, I need to go home and like shut my phone off and like be in my apartment with my dog, like a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what shut I'm saying? Shut your phone and off? I, sometimes. Yeah. Wow. And I think a lot of people like, can't I do that. can't, I can't, it's fucking seven 30. I got to get to the club. Like, yeah. Or I got to be They're out they can't, for it. They can't be alone with their thoughts. People yeah. are afraid of being mm. alone. With their thoughts. Yeah. I used to be, that used to be me when I was in that toxic phase my whole life. And I was running on flight or fight, like, like pure cortisol. <laughs> and, uh, when I cut her off, like that friend, I went into like meditating and I could not mm. meditate for five minutes. It yeah. was so hard for me to quiet my brain it's hard. that uh, it was hard to be with myself. Cause it just like, wouldn't shut up. I couldn't yeah. just be still. And within like two months I started meditating. I just forced myself to do it every single day. And I was meditating for two hours and it was easy. Yeah. And I was like, Whoa. And then I was able to ground myself and I was able to walk and be present and be separate from what everything that's happening around me. Yeah. I think a lot of people get so tied to like the lifestyle and that toxicity that they don't see that there's other worlds around them. Like Very there's much. other versions. Tunnel I look vision. at it like the multiverse or something. Yeah. Tunnel vision. Yeah. Like it's like, this is my life and I have to survive and thrive in this like thing that's giving me confidence and but it's all false confidence. I know. And so like we, we lie to ourselves and keep as like an excuse to keep it around. But when you see better for yourself, that's when it opens up. Oh, that just sounds a different exhausting. world. It gives me, I literally had anxiety sitting in front of that club. It's exhausting. I, I, and like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I just don't fucking care. Did you about, end up going in? So they, they brought half the people in and then the bouncer at the door was like, guys, just stand right here. I just got, it's got, give me like a half hour. He's like, I got to talk. You got to let for some people to leave and they're going to set up another table. And I'm like pulling my buddy. I'm like, Chris, let's just fucking go, dude. I'm like, I flew in this morning. I've been up for almost 24 hours. I don't give two shits about going in there. And I knew that he kind of wanted to go a little bit. And I'm like, all right. Like I'm kind of like, but I had like not a panic attack. Cause that's different. But I had like this little like touch of anxiety of mm-hmm. like, I don't really want to go in there because yeah. I know what's going to happen. I can't hear myself have a conversation with somebody. I don't give a shit. I'm not, what am I going to do? Be like, bring me extra soda water. You know yeah. what I mean? Let's like, get rowdy tonight. Yeah, and everyone, and it's like, I just, I'm very turned off by everything we're talking about. Seeing people, it's cringy to me seeing people act that way. Cause it's almost like a lack of genuineness. And I, I try and always be genuine. Yeah. And when I see other people acting that way, I'm like, I don't even want to give you the fucking time of day of a genuine conversation. What? And it bothers me. Yeah. Cause they're not I know that that's for, all that was going to happen there. Yeah. No, they're not there for genuine conversations. They're there to stroke their own egos or exactly. to ignore their fucking problems. And they just get sucked into the lifestyle. Yeah. I also hate to like, there's no humbleness in it. Yeah. It's very like, Oh, who are you and what can you do for me? 
Yeah. You know? And so like, you don't treat people like people like you for, like you think that you're, I don't know. Everyone gets like this ego when they're in spaces like that. Very much. I mean, that's all it's based off of. And then the, but then the other side of it too, is like, I knew why, like, you know, I had another friend that was, that, that actually brought us there. I was very grateful that he brought us there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause I was like, I, it put him in a position where he was like, these are my two close friends. They're here for me. And I was like, very, very happy, you know, grateful that he did that. And I knew that it was more, it was more for him and he's not this way, but it was more for him to be like, he had to, you know what I mean? Like he was with that group. He was bringing us along. So he, it was, it was almost like a networking thing for him. But for me, I'm just like, I could have been there all night and been the life of the party. Right. And I could have had like, but that's not, that's not going to gain me anything that I would want. You know what I'm saying? And like, I don't know. I always just look at that. Like, what's this, what is this going to ultimately benefit you? Cause that's how you have to live your life after yeah. that much time, you know? Yeah. Constantly asking that to myself or I'm like, that's good. That's good for you. And then mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, I do make the choice where I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like having that dark. I'm very like aligned with it. So Gotta I have can, the like, angel devil. Now I know how to oh, like, yeah. move, I know how to move with it and I know how to pull myself out of shit. And I know when like, I can recognize it when it's like getting too bad. I'm getting in a, a point of that, even with like relationships and friendships, Mm -hmm. like not even drugs, like just hanging out with people that I'm like, Oh, I didn't speak up about this. Or I didn't, I don't know, stay true to myself and be authentic to how I feel in a situation Mm -hmm. to keep people around. Like people get addicted to that shit too. Like addictive behavior transfers into everything. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't just transfer into substance. It transfers into everything. We were just talking earlier before we started the podcast about sneakers. Like I have an addictive personality when it comes to sneakers, I can't stop buying them. And it's not, it's not to the point where I'm like, I am financially fucked. (laughs) I'm not okay. I'm I'm buying sneakers instead of paying. It's to the point where I'm like, okay, like I don't need a fucking pair that has a little bit more red in it than the other pair. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm like, you kind of do because you got this one. I just sound so stupid. It gives you the dopamine hit though. Exactly. It's like, okay, I know like in my head right now, I know I have four pair on the way. Right. And I'm like, okay. And I'm starting to process where I'm going to put them. It's fucked up. You're like, I just bought these new sneaker boxes. They're sexy as hell. No, I keep them in in the Origis. Oh. I keep them in the original box. Damn. Our cats fuck up our cardboard boxes, so that doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work for us. No. But other things, like it transfers into like thought process. It transfers into lots of things. I mean, sometimes I have to force myself to like go out. Oh, me too. We do too. Me too. It's so funny too, because I think- when we go out, we go out like not necessarily like drinking or partying, but we bring very good energy. Like right. we are the life of the party and I could be the life of the party sober. How the time when I'm like, when I am sober being like wild and crazy and jumping around and dancing, people are like, you must be super fucked up. I've had people say like, oh, you look like you like lost a lot of weight, Jamie. You look like you look good, but like, are you on drugs? And I'm like, your mind is always like going towards me with being like this crazy party person. And I'm like, no, I've been going to the gym and eating healthier. Right. And they're or like, I'm like, I'm less stressed. I've been sleeping. <laughs> oh, Which is good. Yeah. Or like, um, I don't know. We stay in a lot. We'll get high. We like hang out with our friends. We like doing karaoke in here. That's hilarious. And then we, we only go out if <laughs> it's so like funny. for Just doing karaoke networking. in your house. Oh, it's so yeah, much fun. It's the best. Just it's in the so living room? Nice. Yeah. yeah. And we'll do it till like three in the morning. And the neighbors Dude, that's don't all give Three in the morning? Yeah, we won't even go out uh, after. I we won't go if out. If I lived next, I would fucking kill you guys. Our no, neighbors actually us. don't mind us. I would poison your doorknobs. <laughs> after the <laughs> <with> cyanide. <laughs> you would all right, like, oh, now I'm, I'm coming worried. home. Poison um, the microphone handle. Yeah, you guys would be fucked if I lived here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like chlor- 
Is it chloroform? That's the passing passing out. Yeah, one. That, I just, you just put those on the mic. Does this mic read, smell like chloroform? I just to read you? something about chloroform. Like the way that we know it, it doesn't work that way. What does it do then? I, I can't remember. I don't want to sound stupid on live no, air here. Do it. I, I think I think <laughs> it takes. A, we can edit it out. I think it takes a lot longer for you to pass out as it's been shown oh, to so us it's not in like movies. The... Yes, I think it's okay. more like in. It's a more like slow. To, yes, that's disappointing. It is. If I'm going to be chloroformed, I, totally I want to go out fast. Right. Shit. I would totally use chloroform if that was the case for you okay, guys. So if what, I lived what do here. we use now? What's the new thing on the market? Okay, we're gonna get murdered. Fentanyl, according to the uh, Utah mom. And you want to go? You want to walk? Clarence. Clarence is the funniest name. They love each other. One of the one of the comedians we had on, Josh Francis, named him Clarence, and I was like, wait, that kind of fits. That's like that perfect for him. Yeah, and then another comedian just renamed <laughs> my cat Bear to Mister Rogers, and he's like, "How funny it would be if you just like renamed your cat because of this episode." And I was like, "We're fucking it. hilarious." Clarence, so it's Clarence, and what's this one's name? Uh, Bear, Bear, Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers, and then there's Lola, Lola, Harley, and Lucy. Oh, good memory. Jeez. Yeah, there's a lot of we pussy. Keep fostering kittens, and then I adopted Bear was off the street. Harley was off the street, and then my brother found him outside, and he was like, "What are we gonna do?" And none of the um, sh- like shelters will take in kittens. There's like an over like an overpopulation an overpopulation of kittens here. Wow. So we just keep taking them in, trying to adopt <laughs> them out. Hopefully, when the podcast gets big enough. We're known for like being the only podcast with cats on it, and we adopt them out from the podcast. And then we become a That's charity, a good idea. and yeah. it becomes like a nonprofit. Wow, I like it. That would be sick. You should change your podcast name to Two Girls, Five Cats, One Blunt." <laughs> yeah, but what if we get more cats? Then we have to then change. You just keep xing out the number. You're gonna <laughs> have like seventy fucking time. neon signs Two on this girls, wall. Two Girls, One Blunt, and it's our faces, and then there's a bunch of cats around us, and like they're all smoking weed. That's so cute. <laughs> there you go. That's perfect. I, I adopted my dog. She was a stray. Oh, I love I every time I look at her, I'm like, who didn't want you? They're like, always so perfect. So, I don't get it. I like, like, she's so like calm and docile. I mean, I can see when she gets, she gets fucking zoomed out and she's crazy, <laughs> oh, yeah. but she's just like such a good dog. And it's like, I think it's cause she's, she was fostered for like six months. I got her through it. I, I got her through an agency, mm-hmm. but she was, she was a stray and then a lady adopted her. Gave her back to the shelter in three weeks and that said that she's too heart. crazy. Stop. Then she was scheduled for euthanization. <gasps> and then this agency, Queen City Pities in Buffalo, New York, where I'm from, uh, ended up, a, you know, taking her in. And then she was fostered for six months. Usually they're only fostered for like a month. Does and she just get the zoomies a lot? No, not really. She's so good. Like when I met, it's, it's funny because like, I remember like I was interested in this one dog that they had. And, um, I lived at the time when I was living in Buffalo, New York, the, I lived near an animal shelter and they said, well, there's somebody else interested in the dog that you're interested in. So just so you know, they have first call on, Mm. on her name was Charlie. And, uh, I said, that's fine. You know? And they said, but we also think that Dahlia is a good fit for you Mm -hmm. because she's, you know, she's good with other dogs. Charlie is not, you live near an animal shelter. So maybe it might be an issue. And I was like, yeah, yeah well, I was very kind of like disheartened because mm-hmm. I met Charlie a couple of times. No, that, like that breaks your heart. Right. And then they started to like, they said, well, do you want to meet Dahlia? And I was like, sure, I'm ex- I'll, I'll meet her, you know? You got it? Nope. And they ended up, uh, the foster oh, got it. parents called me and were like, we'll bring her over. And they brought her over and I like took her for a walk. And I was like, I don't know. 
It's not that I didn't like her. I was just mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I don't feel that like connection. The spark. Yeah, there's no yep. spark. You do need a spark. No, it's you a, really do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you like, find an animal. And then they were like, afterwards, like we were talking and we were like in my apartment. She was like sniffing around my apartment. And I remember oh. them, they were like really trying to sell her. Like the girl, the girl was like, she's so sweet. Like she's such a cuddle bug and like all this stuff. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, I believe you. You know, I'm like, and in my head, I'm like, what's wrong with it? Is she like retarded or something? Like you're not telling me. <laughs> you know, I thought it was something. But then she said, well, do you want to take her overnight? He's like, you can, you can like borrow, you can borrow her overnight. <laughs> borrow I'm, like, oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, no. She's like, maybe that'll be a better connection for you guys. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. Like, we'll leave some of the food for you. And, you know, she's great though. Cause she's like, anybody could walk in this door and she's like, oh my God, like, you know, whatever. Like my dog, like, so I had her overnight mm-hmm. and she was, that's when I was like, she's great. You know what I mean? She was, oh. she was awesome. And I was like, I, you know, I really liked her. And then that's how, you know, I ended up going through the process, but it's, yeah, like she's not crazy. Like anybody, like if she was in this house right now, first of all, she, she probably wouldn't get along with the cats. Just, not cause she, Clarence. cause she's scared of them. She's scared of like small really? dogs and cats. Yeah. Oh, I feel like our cats would hit her. But, uh, like my dog, like she's a pit bull, but if somebody broke into my apartment and was like, Hey, where's your dad? She'd be like, he's in the other room. I'll Go show get him. You. Yeah, just pet me first and then I'll take play? you in there. Yeah, I'll take you right in there. You can do whatever you want to him. You can poison him. You can rape him, whatever. <laughs> you know, just pet me first. Yeah, just pet me first. That's how she is. She's great. Oh, I love it. I don't think our cats would give us any warning signs to save us. Cats, no. Cats no. don't give a fuck. No. <laughs> They're like, Are you, I guess I'm going to be living with you now. <laughs> hey, my cat bear, please, please wow. He Mr. plays Rogers. Fetch. He plays fetch? Yeah. He does. Cats are just different. He, they're just he like, comes when you call him. I think so, yeah, they're just like bitchier. Hi, Bear. Mr. Rogers. Come here. We're trying to convince one of our friends to get a cat. Um, and it's working. Okay. <laughs> it's working. All he's right. gonna he's oh, well, he's gonna get one from like a breeder. My friend wants one. Chris. Does he want Clarence? Chris? Yeah. He wants a cat. Does he, he want just, Clarence? He just said it to me like maybe. Oh. Do you want me to ask him? Yeah. yeah. I'll ask him. <laughs> And then you guys can visit him. Yeah. Oh. He can come to comedy shows. Yeah. Wow. That's kind of weird. But yes. <laughs> no, that would be so that's, cute. It's so funny that you say that. Cause I just met a dude the other day. Oh, I didn't meet a dude. I was roasting you a met dude a that dude? was at a comedy show. <laughs> and I was talking about my dog. I have a bit about my dog. And he was like, yeah, like, no, I know what you mean. Like I, I walk my cat. I was like, you walk your cat. <laughs> I'm like, well, how do you do that? He's like, I put it on a leash. I'm like, that is the gayest thing I ever heard. <laughs> We want to walk our cat. We walked her cat to a really nice park in Boston, watched the sunset, and then her cat shit everywhere. And we had to pick up. Was it just like a regular park? Because I was, was I've always thought about, okay. I always thought about this. This is so funny. Like a regular park with a bunch of dogs. But I can't find the funny in it. Dog park versus what a cat park would be like. I could see that being funny. Isn't it? Because think about a dog park. It's like a prison yard. There's nothing, there's nothing like not prison like about it like as much as you're like i'm gonna bring my dog to the park and they're just gonna chill doesn't matter if your dog's chill there's always one fucking crackhead dog that's running around like a psycho <laughs> fucking the other dogs right it's yep. this happens every time i go and then i'm like thinking like what a cat park would be like i feel like it would just be like a bunch of catty high school girls like, It'd be like judging, gangs gangs of cat. judging Very people clicky. that walk by like ew you're wearing that collar. no that's so true you have that coat you ew, should probably yeah get a wash exactly. you're mad at girls. you mean girls that's yeah. what i thought of there's a sketch there's a sketch that's what the cat park would be like that's so true yeah i was bringing our cat to the dog park though was like a hot commodity everyone was like coming over and they're like she's so beautiful (sighs) lola like the fluffy one her fur is trimmed down because she gets hair everywhere and 
it gets stuffy in here. Um, but she was very beautiful with very, very long hair. Dahlia would She's go nuts. beautiful. I love it. I have to, when I bring Dahlia to the dog park, I have to keep, there's two sides. There's the big side and then there's a small side. And I have to bring her into the small side because she's great with, she is good with other dogs, but she's alpha. So what she tries to do is she tries to get everybody to run with her <laughs> and she like packs them and she's like, well, we're fucking, we're running. She you herds know? them. Yeah. She's like the fucking uh, oh. Jane Fonda of the dog park. That's she's like, so we're working cute. out together. Let's go. <laughs> and she gets everybody to run with her. Right. But the problem is, is if like another dog comes in and tries to like take that role over, it's they're fighting. Oh. And then I got to break it up and people are like, get your dog out of here. And like, I'm getting in fights with people. It's happened a couple of times. Damn. She's like those rich, like upper middle class white families that go for 5Ks on Thanksgiving and then they all end up fighting each other in the kitchen afterwards. Yeah. I'm going to let her know about that. You should tell she her probably, to work on I that. I told her she get some therapy then. She yeah. Like, come on. I think we all need a little therapy. Oh, are you absolutely. in therapy? Yeah. I, I should say yes. Well, after. I do right now. We're in a therapy this session. This is therapy. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I have a therapist that I call for like uh, things I'm going through. Oh, that's nice. Um, I have a in th- in the back to the the spiritual angle. The phenomenal thing about my therapist is that I've seen him since 2013, and in the beginning I was seeing him regularly, like twice a week. You know, and you know, I have to see you twice a week. Then it was after maybe like a year. Then it was like once a week. Mm-hmm. Then it became like once a month we would catch up, and then now it's like as I need him. That's so nice. And he's also a spiritual healer. And I didn't realize that until maybe. He's like holistic kind of. Yeah. He does Reiki, but he's also a medium. Oh shit. And he, the, the amazing thing about him is that he isn't, he's given me so much advice in the past that I look back on that when we started talking spiritually, like he didn't tell me about any of this until kind of, I don't want to say knew I was out of the clear, but I'll use that maybe in layman's terms. Uh, he opened up to me more about, about that side of things. Like, you know, started telling me like, Hey, like, you know, all this stuff. And I know that, you know, all this stuff because of this, this, and this. And I'm like, Oh my God, like, that's amazing. Cause I had an interest in mediumship in, um, 2017. I felt very drawn towards going to see one. Okay. And I went to see one. Uh, and it was a, a friend of mine said, Hey, do you, you know, I'm interested in doing this. I'm like, I kind of want to do that too. I was like, but I'm going to go with you. I don't want her to know my name. I don't want anything. I, 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 not that I was skeptical, but I guess, yeah, maybe I was a little skeptical, but I was like very, I felt very spiritually pulled towards it looking Mm -hmm. back now. And I was like, I want to go do that. And then I went with her and she's like, oh yeah, like I can, I can read you. I just got to see her first and then, you know, and then I'll see you. And I was like, I remember listening to everything through the wall. You could hear everything because it was at her house. And I was like, this is going to be like bullshit. You know, like I just felt, felt it. And then I like sat with her and like the first thing that she said was like, you know, you're supposed to be here. Right. And I was like, wow. Like then it was like everything that she said after that oh, was like, fuck. was Holy like shit. nothing. Like I always tell people this because like people like, there's a lot of people out there that are skeptical and don't believe in this stuff. Mm-hmm. It was the most like, uh, it was a very like beautiful moment. Like the things that she knew and said, I was like, holy shit, like there's no way that anybody would know that stuff. And I remember when I was when I saw my therapist after that, I told him, I was like, Yeah, I saw, I saw he's like, Oh, who'd you see? And I said, I saw uh Don Lynn. And he's like, That's my best friend. Really? And he Whoa. he had no idea that like I was going to see her or anything like that. And I was like, No way. And then like months after that, I was like talking to my mom about it. And my mom's like, Yeah, she's like, I see one too. And I was like, Ma, who do you see? And she's like, I see, I see Don Lynn. And I was like, That's who I went to see. 
Oh shit. Holy and she's crap. like, yeah, oh my God, like that's so crazy. So we all had this like little like connection. And then like, I actually met somebody out here at a, sh- or not out here. I'm thinking I'm in New York city right now. In New York city, I was at a show and a friend of mine met a psychic and she started talking to him. And then we met her and we all like started like hanging out and like, now she's like involved and she, you know, she spoke with my therapist. So there's like all this like connection of, from that world. And it's crazy because therapy in connecting with that is very, it can be very dangerous. Mm-hmm. I've definitely gone mm-hmm. down roads where they're mixed and I'm like, what's reality. <laughs> so, so yeah. So I had an issue last year. Uh, it was last year. No, two years ago now with, it was like a breakup. And when your mind wants something, Yep. You have to, ver- you, and I remember my therapist saying like, I can't talk to you that way anymore. You got to have, you know what I'm saying? Because you're not going to be able, you have to separate the okay. two. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You you're get the reality con- check. You can convince yourself that everything's a spiritual moment, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I mean, talking about people watching me in my room and all the stuff, I was like getting very spiritual and there was a lot of signs happening. Mm-hmm. And then I was like reading into everything. And then I was like, this right. is going into psychosis. Yeah, yeah. Like this is not, you're not based in reality. So like having the um, yeah, you ability have to, be, to see that. You have to be careful in that world because it's, it is, it is dangerous and it's, it, you, you, the mind is more powerful than, than anything. Oh God. And you, yeah. You will, you will convince yourself of things. So I think I read a really, really good book. Uh, it's called signs. Have you ever read that book? No. Uh, it's by the long Island medium. Her name's escaping me right now. Oh, I know uh, who you're talking about though. Yeah. She's phenomenal. It's a phenomenal book. But the thing about that book is after like that whole experience I had, like, and like being like, you know, what's real, what's a sign. Like you kind of like felt, I felt like spiritually defeated, if that makes sense. Like you're like, yeah. oh, what, what is, what are all those things that I thought and felt and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And that book like cleared a lot of that up for me. So it was like, it's not always like what, you, it's never what you expect. Yeah. That's, Do you remember any like specific pieces of advice from that book that really helped you? Yes, you can you can get you can ask for anything that you want. Right? You can ask the universe for whatever you want. It's, you know, there's like the law of attraction and like manifestation and anything like that, but if you want to simplify it, you can ask the universe for anything that you want. Mm-hmm. You can achieve anything that you want. It all does lie within you, but it's all about and this is this goes to whatever you guys do in entertainment, what we do in our world, whatever you put out, you get back. Yep. How many times have you heard, leave it at the door. If you started a new job, like leave it at the door. If you're going to have in a bad day, like leave it there. And like, yeah. that's not easy to do. Right. Because mm-hmm. if you bring bad energy in or bad attitude in, it's going to reflect on your day. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's, I think the best advice I got there is like, you can ask for whatever you want. You just have to put it out there with that energy. And it's not just like a one day thing. Like if we sat here and said like, we want to be so successful, like, okay, like in what specifically? Yeah. Okay. Then vibrate your energy towards mm-hmm. that. And people, when you tell people like vibrate their energy, like, what the fuck does that mean? You sound like a kook gypsy, right? No, it's literally like, but it's like, no, have that energy. Like put that out there. Like if you're going somewhere that you're uncomfortable, just being like, you know what? I'm going to have a fucking good time there. It might yeah. be a little bit uncomfortable, yep. but I'm going to cross that threshold and like, just go with it. Yeah. Yes. You, sometimes you are the stories that you tell yourself. So if you're like, oh, this is going to go bad and then whatever, you're just attracting that to yep. yourself. I've had mm-hmm. for me getting on stage and like getting back into it. The, uh, part of the reason I took a break was because 
my days, like I was going through a lot personally, like I was going through that whole time Yeah. and I couldn't hide my energy on stage. Right. Like I, I couldn't get out of that funk and it was coming out and I was like, I'm just sucking and I'm half-assing it and yeah. my energy's not there. And so like before I had like a panic attack before going on stage the other day, completely not related to comedy. Um, and I didn't know what to do. I ran into the bathroom and I literally had to start doing, I like shook it out of my body and I looked in the mirror and I was like, you are hot. You are <laughs> sexy. I was like, yes. everyone's here to see you. You are so funny. This is going to be great. They're all going to laugh. You're going to fucking kick ass. And I like looked at myself. I had to like get into the energy of like, you're a bad bitch. That's so it. I literally yep. was like, yeah, it's like a little uh-huh. mini pep talk. Yeah. Every time I do that. Every time I go on stage, I never go on expecting to do bad. Sure. You I'm should. like, I'm I mean, just no. going to fucking crush it and have fun. And if you strip it all down, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Anybody I know watching this podcast, like you are saying this. I'm, I think I've that- been in the scene for a long time. So it, it, I'm very like, you develop your like, um, pet peeves. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, knowing like how clubs work and being like, you have to be this way and you have to be that way. Or like don't wear shorts on stage. That's fucking bullshit. Like mm-hmm. all these little like quirky things. Like if anybody has those things, it's me. However, I respect the fact that we're all doing something like I do take it very seriously. Cause that's like my career. Right. But I take it seriously, but I always have to remind myself sometimes that like, Hey dude, you're getting paid to fucking make people laugh. How cool is that? And that's that's so fucking cool. cool, right? That's like, fucking dope. And we're sitting in your apartment right now. Doing a podcast. Doing a like, podcast, this is our life. In talking our about room. this. And like, so for people's entertainment. Yes. Like, that's a fucking dope that's thing to crazy. do. That's crazy. You know what I mean? I don't think people strip it down. Like, even when they're like, you know, like, I'm getting into acting and like seeing people. Like, I'm not saying that you can't take it seriously, but you're playing. You're playing. You're allowed to have fun. Believe. You want to love what you do. You should. Yeah. Not enough people remind themselves of that shit. Yeah. Anytime I'm having a bad day, I look at the view out in my room and Mm -hmm. I look at, I walk out here and I'm like, you are doing so well. You have, you have it so well. You have, you're doing so much better. You have the ability to take a day off if you want and like heal and like, yeah, it's just practicing gratitude. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. And everybody there's, listen, like we're, I've met you, known you guys for a couple of days, but you guys are very blessed and I am too, but there's some people that aren't as blessed as we are, mm-hmm. but like, there's always a silver lining, right? Like the most important thing in your world is like health. If you're a healthy person, you have a roof over your head, you have a family that loves you. Like sometimes there's one of those things missing or all of them. And that's a tough situation for people, but like for yourself, you know, your self gratitude and like everything that you have that, like, if you can remind yourself of that, like all the other shit doesn't yeah. matter. Cause that also goes along with like having your vibrations yeah. vibrate higher and said it's setting intentions. It's setting yeah. intentions with your words, it's setting intentions with your heart and your brain so that you're putting yourself on the path you want to go. Sure. You can manifest, you can pray, you can say you want to do everything in the world, but until you're actually taking the concrete steps yeah. to make it happen and putting yourself in the places you need to go. You're not doing shit and it's not going to happen. Yep. You saying like, oh, we're blessed and you're blessed. But it's also like this mindset that we're talking about that allowed us to get to a point. Sure. You know what I mean? Like you changing your mindset has helped you grow a lot. Of course. And like we've had it hard too. So anyone's listening who's like in that spot, it sounds so much. I used to like get mad at people when they were like, be positive and think of like how it could go well. And like, there's mm-hmm. always a, le- I was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. You stupid bitch. Yeah. You have no idea what it's like to struggle. Yeah. You, yeah. your life isn't as hard as mine. All that. There's so much resistance there. Sure. 
Um, and, but practicing this mindset every single day and it's not easy just starting every day, like say 10 things you're grateful for. And sometimes it's hard. Those little things. You're lucky that you can, you're lucky that you can meditate like that. I've tried, I've done it for a while. And like I said, the reasoning of me doing a lot, like the routine of it that I was doing is because like at that time I wanted something. So it was harder for me to do that when you want something and you're like, okay, cause you're almost like constantly wishing and hoping that I'm going to talk to someone or I'm going to see my spirit guides yeah, or like, I'm going right, to right. astral travel. <laughs> no, 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 no. Literally. You're, you're right. And, and I think the thing is, is that, that I had to remind myself, like now that I'm removed from all of that and it took a long time, it took like a year and a half removed from all of that. Then you're like, okay, it is a lot easier to be like, okay, I have like a big meeting today with an agent. I have to like be focused. So I'm gonna sit down and just chill. Mm-hmm. I'm going to close my eyes for 10 minutes, yep. set an alarm, put on like a waterfall, like noise on my phone and just like, and that's yep. like, you know, cause you get to the point like of things that we're doing and it's like, if things don't work out, like, especially like in the acting world or like an audition or something, it's 90% never just you. It's what they want and you just don't fit in that what they want. But that doesn't mean that you're not good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like always reminding yourselves of like, if I go on stage and I don't have a good set, I'm not like, I will always be like, okay, what could I have done differently? But yeah. I'm not like, I suck. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? I was watching somebody, a TikTok tarot reader. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about an addiction right oh, here. Oh, that's an addiction. TikTok tarot reading. I don't think it's addiction. Oh, no, I, it is. I, no, I want you, I want you to tell your story. I do. But I want to say one thing because like all these things that we're like talking about, it's funny to me, like using the terms like, you know, intention and law of attraction and manifestation. And so it all sounds like very kooky. Right. It, it does. does. It sounds like we're like wizards and we're like, what are you guys, what are you guys <laughs> fucking doing? Crystals and blah, blah, blah. It is literally magic <laughs> but though, if you, when you see it. After. But if you like remove all that shit away and you talk to people that are successful and like, they don't believe in this stuff, they do all that shit anyways. Yep. It's the same. And shit. it also crosses religions. It crosses different spiritualities. Yes. If you boil it down, every religion, every spirituality is the same, same. fucking thing. Yeah. You hear like Oprah, Faith. you hear everyone, Faith. everyone talks about how they like visualize shit. Like, or people who go for walks in rich neighborhoods. Right. That's, mm-hmm. that's literally an act of spiritual, like a spiritual act. It's your of version you of it. Putting yeah. yourself in a situation and imagining you there. And then you forget it and you go on your day and you detach from it. And then one day you're like, wait a second, this is my house. Everybody's I'm spiritual. Here. Finish your story. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt Oh, you. no, no, you're good. That your was a ter- great point. TikTok tarot Whatever reader. you said, I'm Actually, so I high. I just hear forgot. It. <laughs> Fuck you, Emily. <laughs> no, I, it was going back to your point about like speaking positively. She yeah. was like, you need to be nicer to yourself because every word that you're coming, that is coming out of your mouth needs to be intentional and meaningful about you. Because if you're just speaking negatively about yourself, other people are going to pick up and they're going to start speaking negatively about you or themselves. And you're spreading that negativity and allowing that to remain in your circle mm-hmm. instead of trying to speak positively, be like, Hey, you're beautiful today. The crowd is here for you. Yeah. I may not have done well on stage, not my best work, but guess what? I got on stage sure, and yeah. I'm furthering my <laughs> fucking I'm career alive today. Yeah. Right. I'm alive. Yeah, yeah. Right. And like, I mean like everybody's different in where they are in their life anyways. And it's like, as long as you're doing something to always grow towards like a goal, but that was the other thing too, that like was 
a lot of that, everything we're talking about is very daunting. People are like, well, that's so much work. How yeah. am I going to wake up and look in the mirror and say 10 things I'm grateful for? I fucking hate the guy that drove me here. I hate the person that I work with. I can't, you know what I'm saying? So it's like a yeah. daunting thing, but it's like, if you're, that's the one thing I guess, you know, people always say like, do you regret wasting all that time, like using drugs in your life and all that shit? I'm like, no, looking back, no, because it taught me how to like think a different way. And it taught me how to like, you know, things that we're talking about be more like rudimentary and, and structural about and like being like, okay, like this is, this is, I set small obtainable goals. Yes. Like if someone said to me, like, what do you want to be in your life? Like I am living right now what I prayed for seven years ago. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And now yep. I'm like, okay, that's great. But what's next? What are my new prayers? What are my new hopes? What are my new wishes? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'll like, where do I want to be next year? And it's like, I'm even looking at like what I'm doing now, as opposed to what I felt I should be doing three months ago, you know? So like yep. those, that's the key to like growth. It's so it's not always about like what you're doing that week or that day. It's like, where are you at? Like in the few three months ahead. Yeah. And that's, that kill that like really kills like the dauntingness feeling. I think something that also has helped me with like the daunting feeling. And I've had friends come to me and say, oh my God, I have so much to do. I'm so stressed out. I'll like text them or I'll look at them and I'll go, that's three things. Right. That's all you have to do three is three things. things. There's stuff that goes into those three things. But if you really boil it down into what it is, it's five things. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. Take yeah. a deep breath. We just I we get it done one thing at a time. things on my to-do list that I have had severe anxiety over. And if I just sat down and did them, it'd go away. But I like can't. Do you make your bed every day? Yes. There you go. That's, That's like one the, thing. I Someone been, told me that. They're like, if you have things to do every day and it seems like a lot, the first thing just put, make your bed. That I is started, super when important. I became spiritual, I started making my bed. When you make your bed, it literally like will start like, okay. So like I make my bed, then I'm like, okay, I'm going to have coffee and then I'll have coffee. And then I'm like, okay, what am I going to do after that? And it's like, your day's started. Yeah. yeah. So mine is like, things. um, the thing I've been struggling with the most is burnout. I think from years of like struggling. So even though things are good now, because I've, I'm able to chill my body, there's a lot of stuff happening for years that I'm like working through. Yeah. So I like will dissociate often now I'm getting more panic attacks now and like more dissociation. Like sometimes I'll be on stage and my mind will just dissociate and I don't know my jokes or where I am. Like yeah. it just like blanks out. I'm like, eh. <laughs> well, I think it's not like a therapist right now. I think that that's something that we talk get, about this stuff all the time. That will get better with stage time. The more state, the more, but, no, but that's not stage. even that has, I don't even think it has, it's nothing to do with comedy that happens to me like in daily life. Oh, I thought you were talking about when you're like, stage. but that's been happening on, it's happening. It's going happening so often to the point where it's happening on stage. Usually when I'm super present, mm -hmm. I can kind of, it doesn't happen because I'm present, but, um, I don't know. It's don't a lot. Know. Yeah, that is, I don't that's know. That's people like look at shit and no one has their life together, guys. We're all, it's one day at a time. Life's pe the, another thing I heard and we used to hear it in sub, sub and uh, rehab all the time was, um, you know, like little phrases that like don't mean anything when you hear them. Huh? Q-tip. Q-tip? Quit taking it personally. Didn't hear that one. One day at a time. It sounds like a t-shirt I should get. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like, oh, my parents went to Jamaica and all they brought me back was a fucking shitty Al-Anon <laughs> phrase. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was the things like they said, like it's, uh, you know, I remember hearing things of like, you know, it's not 
when life happens. It's it's not if life happens, it's when life happens and it's peaks and valleys. Mm. Like that's no matter if it's you use for drugs. You, not yeah. to you. Mm. It's not drugs. It's not it's not because you're using drugs that you're having like a, a shitty time. Like even when you're not using drugs, you're gonna have valleys. Like it's just the way life goes. Like yep. curveballs of life, like all that shit. And you have to like when you're in a valley, you remind yourself of that. Like this is only temporary. Yes. You know it I always mean, gets better. It, it sucks sometimes, but that's how you pull yourself out of it though. You have, it's really, really hard. You just keep telling yourself that one day it'll be easier. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, you start believing it. Mm. Yeah. That's true though. Like, oh. even if you don't believe it, it's still true. Cause it, one day you'll be like, wow, oh, this, this is over, you know? Yeah. But some oh. people don't have that ability. Life is crazy, man. Life is so crazy. much going on. We, so much healing. Should we do some fun shit? Yeah. For like 15 yeah. minutes and just. Riff a little, riff a little bit. Do we do hot takes or do we do one of the other ones? One of the other ones. One of the other. (laughs) Okay, let me. We're gonna play a little game. We recorded a half hour, and our uh, our angle (laughs) didn't record. Didn't record. So that's fun. So we're gonna. (laughs) This game's gonna be way better. Yeah, this is gonna be great. This is gonna be a better game. I think I need to take a hit. I think. And now starts the portion of Stony Baloney. Emily is taking a hit of the bong. That was a pussy ass hit, you bitch. There's nothing left. Yes, there is. Oh, nothing left in me. <laughs> nothing I'm over. Le- nothing left. <laughs> All right. Some of these. We're going to ask each other questions. We're going to give answers. We're going to make it boop, bop, bop, fast. Zippity doo da. And then here we go. <laughs> first question. You want me to go first? Yeah. All right. This is your podcast now. This is my podcast. Yeah. Two girls, one blunt, and me. That's what we're going to add on the end of that. I like that. And say your name because I don't think we introduced you. (laughs) I don't. We didn't. We We never introduced you. (laughs) We just kept talking. Oh my God. That's hilarious. Yeah, we didn't. We do that sometimes. Am I high? I don't even remember. No, No, we're just having a good time. We're just having fun. We're just having family. We're having a silly good time. If you started a podcast. I'm Brandon Trousseau. Thank you for listening to me. For a fucking hour and a half before even knowing who I am. It'll pop up. We'll we'll do a little, we'll record a little intro. Well, it'll say okay. with Brendan Trousseau in the title. So I, yeah. I think, you know, context clues. It says, yeah. I think people will figure it out. Yeah. Fucking idiots if they can. Right. Okay. Here's my question for you guys. Which insect would you choose to be for a day? Ladybug. Oh God. <laughs> Why? Okay. That's fair. They're she, so cute and they bring like, good luck. She's like, I make no one kills them. True. No, no, nobody kill, kills no them. You don't them. kill a ladybug <gasps> or a butterfly. Some people do. Sociopaths. Oh, because you look be- like you'd kill a ladybug. No, I love ladybugs. So that's my face. I love ladybugs. So you All love right. her? <laughs> Only for a day, though. <laughs> um, yeah, that's my time limit. <laughs> okay. I think I would be something that flies. You, you know? A, a dragonfly. A dragonfly. Oh, dragonfly's good. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'd be in a nice area. Zoop. Zoop. Yeah. Zoop. Dragonfly. Yeah. I think I would be a, I hate them, but I'd be a spider. Oh, fuck no. Well, because they just fucking control shit. No, they're like the low they're key. They're very smart. They, they hold control shit. everything. They are key to like the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And you just want to feel important. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if I was like a, a, a tarantula, like people are like, yo, because mm. get away from this thing. Oh, what kind of spider would you be? Black widow. I was thinking Black Widow in my head as you said that. Oh, yeah. Telepathic connection. Okay. Yep. Sweet. All right. All right. Which celebrity, which two celebrities would you like to see in a boxing max? I'm just going to run that one back. 
Tough crowd. Which two celebrities would you like to see in a boxing match against each other? Uh, God, who do I fucking hate? <laughs> it has to be someone you hate. We had Randy on our podcast, I believe, and he said that he only likes people that are the best relationships are when two people can bond over hating the same mm-hmm. thing or the same person. All right. Like it's not based on shit you love doing together. It's alive based on or the dead. shit you hate. Could, does it matter if they're dead? No, alive or dead. Okay. This is going to come across really mean. Yeah. But this is connected to a Bill Burr joke. And, it, and the reason why is because it, it made me laugh, but he's so right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Helen Keller versus Anne Frank. No, uh. <laughs> but that is so funny that you said that because mine is, I'm so sick of everybody defending Helen Keller. She's been dead for a long time. And I thought fucking Stephen Hawking was a jerk off. So Helen I think Keller. Stephen Hawking versus Helen Keller, I think it would be a very entertaining fight. And uh, wow, who wouldn't watch that? I would watch the fuck Wait. out of that. Hell yeah. Helen Keller is even on. He'd win. He's so smart. Did you ever hear that Bill Burr joke about Stephen no. Hawking? Where no. he talks about like everyone like defends this guy and he was kind of a prick. Yeah, he's an asshole. He was, he I, don't his... wanna, I don't want to butcher his joke, but he'd be like, in 2005, there's going to be no more apples. And he's like, oh my God, well, what are we going to do about it? He's like, it's too late. And he's like, well, where the fuck were you before you knew that that was going to happen? And he's like, I just wanted to kick him out of his wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> I love oh, that. I love fucked up. Jokes. I love Bill Burr. I love people who can just give shit. I love the Northeast oh attitude. God. Yeah, that's the Northeast that's attitude. From your, you're from your part of the world. Yeah, he's from Boston. So that's who I would want to see. Hell okay, yeah. I would pick. I feel like that's perfect. I said I said Helen Keller too. I didn't, I don't know where Anne Frank came from, <sighs> but that was the name. No one. <laughs> No one did because she was hiding for so long. <laughs> That's why. So every, if everyone got to see her fight, they'd be like, she's real. <laughs> oh, God. That was so funny. That was a good oh, one, bad. man. You got funny. me there oh, with the, the anti-Semitic I'm going to get canceled. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> All right. Give a... <laughs> that side of the room is having a lot of trouble. <laughs> I think we just have a tough crowd tonight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that guy seems like an asshole heckler. You guys are doing great. Okay. Right, thank you. Give a Yelp review of the city you're currently in. <laughs> Miami. Uh, am I going first? Yeah. yeah. Hit the, it. The Yelp review. I would say, okay, I give it four out of five stars. Damn. All right, now elaborate. Elaborate. I, I think it's uh, it's a. I'm pleasantly surprised because when I used to when I came here a long time ago, what people don't realize is like when you come here as a tourist, you go to oh, I got to go to South Beach, I got to go Ocean Drive. That's basically fucking Times Square, right? <laughs> That's like the Times Square of Miami. So living in New York, living in New York City, I don't go to fucking Times Square. No, I'm why like, the fuck get would me you? The fuck out of here. So like when you leave Miami. And you're like, and that's all you did. You're like, oh, what a cesspool. Well, you're just basically seeing everybody from all over the country come into that portion. Right. But now that I've been here for, you know, I've only been here for three or four days and I've stayed in, I'm staying in North Bay village, which Mm -hmm. is a cool, like surprisingly like a nice little place. And then coming to Brickle, Brickle's fucking happening. It's, it's dope. It's fun. And then I'm like, (laughs) it's funny when you get older, you say these things, it's like, that's a place you'd want to like raise a family yeah. in like North Bay Village. Like it's, 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 you know, it's got the beach, you're close to everything. It's like chill. It's not yeah. crazy hustle bustle compared to New York. I mean, I love New York city. Don't get me wrong. I love the dirtiness of it and the charmingness of it, but I, and this is completely opposite. 
So okay. I give it four out of five. Four out of five. Yeah. Hell yeah. Interesting. All right. I'm going to give Miami a solid 6.2 out of five. Okay. Uh, you know, Fair. there's palm trees everywhere, which Love is pretty trees. fucking great. Weed is not legal. So what's the point of being in a happy state if you can't be fully happy? Uh, it may look clean as a city, but our noses definitely are not. Um, you know, the food's not great. The pussy's dehydrated. You gave it a 6.2 out of 5, though. <laughs> You're just trashing I'm going through it. this, and in my head, I'm like, this is all negative. But she's, have, like, very low standards. But I love it. And it's like but this, shouldn't it have been a 6.2 out of 10? It's because she, she's oh, healing. Oh, I said 6.2 out of 5. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I am super fu- I'm like, she loves it here. And then all these points are awful. Right? You're like, weed's not legal. I'm like, well, you guys just smoke bongs. Okay, like, cool. And you're like... Like everyone's noses are dirty. I'm like, that's awful too. Like, <laughs> okay. But I got you. I feel you. No, it's okay. It's, I give it a 3.2 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, <laughs> that weed got me, man. <laughs> Isn't Emily's laugh perfect for comedy shows? <laughs> yeah, actually it's good. It's a good laugh. Like she should be, she should be hired. Just to comedians. sit in the crowd and laugh. Yeah. yeah I should be a plant. Yeah. We'll plant you. How much are you going to pay me? Oh, we gotta, let's, What's is that this not laugh one worth? of the fucking cards that you pulled? No. <laughs> Can I get like two drinks and five bucks? Yeah. No That's problem. all I need. That's easy. <laughs> no doubt. All right. I'll see you in New York. Okay. I don't want to keep connecting things to the city because that's what this card is. Next one is. Uh, <sighs> my God. <laughs> that one's expired already. Name a celebrity that you would like to hear narrate your life. <sighs> Helen Keller. <laughs> <laughs> On the callback. Oh, low blow there. Low oh, blow. Oh, man. Oh, God. Um, I would say, do you guys know who Lee Schreiber is? No. 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 He was in, you guys know who he is. If you see him, you'd be like, what movie? He was in like one of the original Scream movies. Whew. No, I never watched I don't those. watch scary movies. Okay. You me either. Uh, Big pussy. He does. Are you guys? You guys aren't like sports. You guys football fans or anything like that. (laughs) Big dumb. I know Tom Brady. He narrates the. If you guys ever know the football, uh, that's called um, hard knocks. It's basically like the cameras go into the NFL locker rooms. He narrates that. He's just got this very like, like it's a it's a perfect voice for like narrating like a dramatic moment. Okay. So he'd be good. That's (laughs) the guy I'd pick. I f- if I, someone's going to narrate my own life, a celebrity? Yeah. I lost the question. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. What celebrity would you have narrate your own um, life? <laughs> Theo Vaughn. Oh <laughs> my God. That would be killer. It would just be fun. Like it would just be like your life's a mess. Then you have someone who's also like, he would just explain it in such a funny way that it would make it less traumatic and people yeah. wouldn't say like, ah. Do you like, know what I'm saying? It has I to be feel someone- like you'd have to have different people for different periods of your life or different t- parts of your day. That's true. Theo Vaughn's like the early morning. You haven't had your I'd coffee want- yet. You're still trying to figure life out and you're just going with the flow. No, I'd want him to explain my childhood. And then I'd want somebody different to explain like the adult part. I want David Attenborough to narrate my time in Miami. He's like, oh, and here's a wild Emily out in the fucking tundra getting fucked up off five tequila shots. I want Snoop Dogg to narrate my life. That'd be sick. Oh, man. I could only listen to that for about two minutes. (laughs) (laughs) What if he made it a rap? (laughs) Or it's Mike Tyson. Lil Wayne. I could not listen to to Mike Tyson. 
Well, right. he's never going to come on the pod now, Emily. Fuck. He's going like, <laughs> to. No, one he day is. he's going to. And we're going to remember this. We talk about it all the time. Like, we're like Mike Tyson. I just named him. Um, Wiz Khalifa. Adam Sandler. You're going to get these people. They're, they're coming. They're coming. We're going to be. putting it out there We're right going to be big. And I want to be a guest host. When oh, yeah. Oh. If you get one of them. We're like, remember we talked about this with Brandon? <laughs> We're not going to remember this. No, I know. Well, we have it on camera. You True. have to remember this for us. I will. Okay. Yeah. It, it's like the marriage pact you make when you're little. You're like, when we're 35, we'll get married. Yeah. It's like, yeah. hey, when you make it big, I have I'm like seven of those packs of out there. That I never, I'm like, I'm 43. I was like, do you yeah, talk no, to was, any of them yet or still? Uh, yeah. A couple of them are like close friends of mine. Have any of them ever been like, so about that marriage pact? Yeah. And really? What'd you say? I was like, ah, yeah, God, I remember. <laughs> I, was I remember. Di- I was in a different place in I my was like, life. Yeah, I'm just still figuring it out. You know, I'm trying to figure out life. Do you Going- want kids? <sighs> you know, I go through, that's funny that you asked that. I, uh, I, I don't know if I want kids. You're a little late in late to not know. That's, that's different for men. Uh, I do guess you, you, you want to be years. like an old dad that can't throw football with your son or something? Uh, no, I mean, I, okay. So here's the thing: like, I'm 42 now, about to be 43. So I, if I did want, if I did want kids, it would be in the next like three to five years, right? Wow. So the thing is, is like, I don't know if I don't want kids, but I know that I don't want. I know that I don't want them. Does that make sense? No. I know that I. I don't know is the answer. <laughs> I feel high right now. We're rubbing off on it's you. It's just high by association. I don't know, but I know that it's not a definite no. That's what I should okay. say. Okay. okay. That's, That's how I, mean. I am. People are like, are you, are you guys going to get married? Like your biological clock. I'm 29. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm not, you know, against it, but I'm also not like for it. I think there's different time frames and period, different periods in people's lives too, because it's like, I remember like a couple of years ago, I was like, I don't want kids, like bring kids in this world. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I got all this stuff going on with my career and how am I going to have a family with this? And it's like, well, I don't know where I'm going to be in five years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying what I, the reason why I say I don't know, and I know that it's not a no is because I don't want to end up with somebody that like doesn't want kids. And then mm. they, you wake up one day and you're like, I think I do. And then you guys spent like seven years together. And she's like, well, I told you I didn't. Yeah, that's, that's a deal breaker. That that's you, tough. you end it. Right. Yeah. It's tough. So I, I don't know. I'm just terrified. I want kids. My ovaries. Uh, so I want kids so much. Sometimes my ovaries pulse. Yeah, wow. I have baby fever I, I so badly. I've never experienced that. It's yeah. like a hormonal thing. If I see a fucking bow on a child, I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, my pussy. God, my pussy it. starts sending out the bat signal <laughs> to fucking local men in the area. She opens her leg She's and it's just like fuck. light shining. Guys, we don't have that. Imagine if we were like, oh, I've, every time I see a kid, my balls bust. We'd be in fucking prison. <laughs> <laughs> they call that pedophilia. Fuck. <laughs> no, it's just it's not my vagina that's pulsing. It's just yeah, my uterus. Dude. No, it's oh, like, every time I see a kid, my dick just <laughs> fucking hard. throbs. No, it's like. <laughs> Well, it's like the biological. <laughs> make sure they know the context it's of the what I'm saying. It's the biological imperative. No, all women, like, they see children. <laughs> this is not sounding good for us. <laughs> Take them you away. Know, we're going to cut this. No, do not. No, that's this, hilarious. That's this, a clip. The world needs to hear this no, fucking women, conversation. The women have, like, the biological need to want kids, so I never wanted, like, babies until, like, I dated someone with the kid, and being around the kids so much made my, I was feeling it hormonally that I needed to reproduce. It's, not it's, that it's, like, about the kid, but it's, no, like. No, I know, I know. You, you know, it's, you smell it's, babies. It's called oh. mother, motherly instinct. Yeah. Babies. Yeah. Men so will 
will never have that. Good. Yeah, that's true. It's pedophilia for men and for women, it's biological. <laughs> unless God unless you want to touch God we kids. cleared that up. <laughs> and and then, on that note. <laughs> don't touch kids. It's terrible and it's horrible. It's uh, really bad, guys. You know, being molested really yeah. fucked me up. It's okay. <laughs> Yeah, uh, don't good don't, times. No one needs that. All good right, times. back to the questions. <laughs> Let's do one more each. One more each. Okay. All right. You can only listen to one song for the rest of your life. Which song is it? I gotta say right now because it's what's stuck in my head: the Charles in Charge theme song. Okay. What's that? <laughs> Charles in Charge. Oh, That's probably the worst, the worst answer that this podcast has ever. That sounds like when somebody like is had. torturing you and you're in a room and they replay the same music <laughs> over and over to drive you crazy. Yeah, like it's something like somebody would kill a whole family listening to. Yeah. If I had to listen to one song for the rest of my life, it would be a frequency. I was going to say something okay. instrumental. So that because it would always like be Zen and it's not the mm. same annoying like voice. Okay. It's just music, like an instrumental or something. Like maybe like, I don't know, some- <clears throat> What some about some like classical music? I was thinking like Indian music. Uh, That's like upbeat. Or something I could dance to. Yeah. Like, like, the, instru- like the rain Afro dance? Beats, Afro beats, instrumentals oh, or something. Okay. Rain right. dance? I mean, no. I'm not talking no. Native American. I know. He- <laughs> I think the question. We're saying a lot of bad I, appre- I appreciate your answers. I think that they were saying things with like an artist. Like, what's your favorite? But that's fine. I like uh, frequency. <laughs> He's like, what are these fucking gays talking about? <laughs> I guess I, mine would be. Um, I guess I would say "Stand by Me." That's just a song that every time it comes on, what song? Come it go? on. Stand, stand by okay. me, oh darling, oh, darling. That's just such a great me. song. Every oh, time it comes darling. on, they're butchering the stand fuck out of it. Stand me. by me, stand by me. You do you just sound like a hater? I changed my answer. <laughs> Wait, is that song? I changed my answer. What song would you want to listen to forever? If we were singing if we it. Were the, one singing <laughs> the American oh, anthem. Um, I would, oh, can I, can, I say, can I say Helen Keller in this point? Like I would just rather be Helen Keller. Wait, I think that's a song. It is now. And do the Helen Keller. And yeah. no, 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 no. What is that? that? That's a song, though. It sounds like a song. I don't know. I'm it's very, like and do the Helen Keller and shut the fuck up. Isn't that the hokey pokey? No, it's no. <laughs> hokey pokey was actually Helen Keller's cousin. Yeah, they went to. I, and on that note, we the, gotta go, guys. <laughs> We're just getting guy. started. We're just getting started. Oh, uh, next oh, question. That was that fucking shit. hokey pokey at us over here. That shit was good. That was good. Next question. That was mine. That was my question. Oh. He's like, do some work, ladies. If you could go back in time and invent something before the original inventor did, what would you invent? (sighs) Okay. Wait, what? (laughs) I would invent Microsoft because then I would be rich as fuck right now. Yo, a fire. Dude, how cool would it be if you could fucking invent fire? But no one was around. You'd be like, this is fucking, <laughs> oh my God. Woolly mammoth. Look at this. Like, <laughs> the first guy who invented fire probably got burnt. Uh, Dude. No, you want to share it with people. You, you want to make money off of it. Yeah. Wait, you have to make fire. money off of it. Capitalize fire. On like one little fucking mouse would come and be like, what the fuck is that? You know, like, that's funny. I do actually a bit. That's similar to this question. 
I always think the things that when they were invented, like I think like the one of the funniest inventions ever was I can't believe it's not butter. Right. Yeah. I think that that just, but the name is like, it pisses me off that that name was like so successful. So successful. So, so successful. successful. And it's like the dumbest, like, I can't believe it's not butter. Like, how the fuck did they come up with that name? Because they, you, you know, can't believe it's you, not butter. Right, right. Like, the company was like going under, and someone's like, oh my God, what are we going to do? And some dude's like, yo, we figured it out. It's like butter, but it's not. And, uh, and the guy's <laughs> Can like, you believe I, it? I can't believe it. Like, this. And they're like, that's what we're going to call it. And then I think about like other inventions and shit of like what they could have like came up with, like in that aspect. Like, I think like one of the most brilliant inventions ever and best named ones was the fleshlight. Right. Yeah, that's a great name. Phenomenal name. Great. But Phenomenal wouldn't they have been just as successful if it was called I Can't Believe This Isn't Pussy? Oh, that's your joke? Yeah. That's, that's great. hilarious. That's yeah. great. He's like, I know. I, know, I can't believe it's not pussy. I closed with that last no, night. No, that's a good fucking, one. Uh, no one liked I was like, you motherfuckers. That's really? A, that's a new joke I've been working that's on. That's a great there. joke. I like that, good though. Good job. But that's my answer. I Hell wish I would have yeah. invented that, and I would, that's what I would have called it. Can't believe it's not pussy. Yep. That's what they call me <laughs> in the streets. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. What? <laughs> don't don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> Why is this butthole so wet? <laughs> I can't believe it's not pussy. There you go. Look, see? Marketing did at you, its finest. Did we ask our last question? Everyone? I think we're done. <laughs> we're All done. right. Well, this was, um, you know. Enlightening. Enlightening. It was. This was fun. We had this a good time. Fun. We Thanks discussed. For us. We got serious. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Yep. I'm You're not going to say that one. <laughs> hey, it's been nice to be here. It's been nice to be right at home. <clears throat> All right. All right. We're we gonna, love you guys. Where can everyone find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Brandon Trusso, T R U S S O. And then it's the same for TikTok, it's the same for Twitter. Hell yeah. And who the fuck uses Facebook anymore? <laughs> what kind Actually, of, what's us. your style of I comedy if people want to look you up? Like, so they know what they're getting themselves into. Um, I would say honest. Mm. Okay. Honest, relatable. Okay. I mean, everyone's got their thing, you know, and I'm not deadpan, you know, stories. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, that's okay. it. Okay. Wow. Well, thank you for Edgy. coming Riveting. Oh, Edgy. Dark. Edgy. Unique. Oh. Witty. Okay. Just charismatic. Just fucking follow me and you'll see. <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> All right. We will see you, filthy fucking stoners, next Tuesday. Over and out. Bye. Bye. Roger that. Fuck. They're in the house. Oh, my God. Oh my they God. got me. The they got me, Jamie. Ah! Did I just come?